I loved it. I Actually, loved that. That was one of your best Wii U Wii U's. I that a hundred and one Dalmatians in, and that is the first time that we have landed on that. And I feel like it's crazy that neither of us ever thought about that before. I know, and it's it, it really is a testament to how bad we are at this job. <laughs> it took you know, us I, that long to land on Mariah Carey. Do 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 do. I actually, it it's really. It, not necessarily bad at the job, but nef- definitely not creative people. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I, I would say it's it's less of a flaw in our like performance as podcasters and more uh, a condemnation on our minds. Yeah, <laughs> because you don't need great minds to be good podcasters. Like I actually think we are good podcasters with bad minds. Yeah, I, I actually think that's an important distinction. Uh-huh. <laughs> Incredible. Um, Welcome to Urgent Care. Um, uh, We are an advice podcast. I'm your host, Joel Kemp Booster, and I'm staring into the eyes of a gorgeous, 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 (laughs) Gorgiana co-host. Thirsty. Thirsty. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I added four gorgeouses and a Gorgiana because, um, you know, I know both of us are having hashtag weird weeks. Uh, <laughs> so I know you needed it. I definitely need it. Um, I don't want to speak for you, but I am completely unraveling. Um, I feel great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Some huge career news for me. Um, I think my sinus infection has spread to my brain. Um, it's the first, that's the first for, thing oh I Googled God, this morning. deadline. I know. <laughs> Vulture.com's fresh nipping at my heels wants to get the lowdown on this next big move from me. Um, yeah, I Googled it this morning and I'm pretty sure this sinus infection has spread to my brain. Is that real? That can happen. Hmm. Well, if it was going to happen solemnly. to you, it would have already happened. I think it has already happened to you. Really? I think it happened to you when you were very young. When I was very young. <laughs> and that is the source of all of my comedy. I, um, You know what? The thing is, is the reason I do what I do is so that people can see, see themselves in me. When, people, when I go up on stage, little <laughs> boys and girls and them who have sinus infections in their brain... <laughs> They look at me and they say, I see myself. I am a mirror. Representation for people whose sinus infections have spread to their brains. People don't talk about it enough in the media, but we are a huge portion of the population and we demand representation. We exist. (laughs) We exist. God damn it. Uh, Mitra, how the hell are (laughs) you? Okay, so it's funny because I'm having a really bad week and I told Joel what was going on and that I didn't want to talk about it on the pod. So we're laughing because I'm not going to talk about it on the pod. (laughs) But we are laughing because it is kind of, 
iconically bad. <laughs> I am okay. Not to be not being mysterious in that way. All health stuff is fine, et cetera, et cetera. Like spiritually sick. No. Spiritually, spiritually sick. sick. Sinus infection of the spirit. <laughs> of the spirit. It spread to her soul, honey. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, Just make something up. Come on. Um, yeah, I had an amazing week. Um, I woke up Great. this morning at 6 a.m., brewed some hot tea, um, went for a run. I had to wear two sports bras because my gorgeous tits. <laughs> Ran four miles, didn't break a sweat, got a juice, went home, um, then called all of my loved ones, had amazing conversations with each of them, read a book, um, did my job. Um, so by then it was like 9 a.m. It was time for me to start work. <laughs> and... Yeah, um, and now I'm on my lunch break and I'm talking to you. And then tonight I'll probably do some yoga. Wait, is this true? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said made some, make something up. So, <laughs> um, In reality, today I woke up, was in bed um, until I decided that I was going to get a bagel. Then I got a bagel and then I had therapy and now I'm talking to you. <laughs> Sort of a double dose of therapy, if you will. Sort of undoing what what was done. (laughs) (laughs) Just taking a little thread and pulling it, pulling it, pulling it. (laughs) Until you're completely unraveled. (laughs) Joel, how's it going? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Um, no, I, you know, I will say my, my stuff is not as traumatizing as your stuff. Um, not that it's, com- not that it's a competition. We're not competing, but I, We're I win this week. You win this week. Um, so no, everything is going, um, everything is mostly fine. Like I said, I think my sinus infection has spread to my brain, <laughs> and shape, um, <laughs> Everything is mostly uh, fine. <laughs> everything is mostly fine except for the sinus infection spreading to my brain. I'm in constant pain. Um I sorry. Uh, my meds this week. Um everything I, I will say um things are are good in one area. Um situationally we are we're great. Um, I will say a lot of chefs uh, reached out. I di- we sort of reached a new milestone in the relationship this week. Um, I posted him publicly. I saw. To Instagram. And um, so. How- we attended a little pumpkin carving contest and um, my situation did win. Best in show. Oh, I didn't know that. That's Yeah, cute. he won best in show. That's for very. Gengar cute that he painstakingly carved with a pair of scissors out of the pumpkin (laughs) Um, he definitely put the most work in um and i think i'll say working hard not working smart there (laughs) (laughs) but in the end it, it worked out fine um he is uh he is a winner and behind every great pumpkin carver there is a man Posting about it on the internet. Um, That's very cute. <clears throat> yeah. And a lot of chefs um, were in my DMs and they were like, is this 
Is this it? Which is funny because over the last like two months, I, I'd say any any person, any man that I've posted on Instagram that has not been Matt Rogers or Bowen Yang, people have been like, is this it? Oh, really? And they and they finally they finally landed on the right one. Um, so and did you and did you say, well, I guess now you're you're fully admitting it. But did you say in the messages? Did you go? Yes. No, I didn't. I, I just was like, there were too many. There were actually like um, too many. Wow. People are obsessed with my personal life. Wow. Um, they're obsessed. And I said, um, I after like the third one, I was like, this is too, this is untenable. I can't. This is too much labor. Um, I'm allowing too many random people into my unfiltered inbox on Instagram. And I simply can't have that. These these jackals in my DMs. Um, so I said I would make an announcement on the pod. And that's what I'm doing. And I'm saying, yes, you were correct. Um, If you missed it, sorry. Um, Because posting him publicly on Instagram did cause a huge fight. And now we've broken up. Um, So (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I would kill you. I would kill you if if something like that happened. And this is how I found out. (laughs) And this is how you found out live on air. I I know it's not about me. But you, you, we would, we would have a postmortem about it like weeks later, <laughs> and yeah. be like, and also, by the way, <laughs> I'd be paying for it. I'd be paying for it for sure. Well, you know what, dens. you would be paying for dinner, dinner. Um, <laughs> but it's good. Um, we watched Halloween Kills um, together. Mm. And How did Kyle I do? Say, okay, and this is what I was moving in to say because um, I knew you would be curious. And Kyle, I knew Richards Re- Kyle Richards from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Kyle Richards from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, um, yeah. for those of you who don't know, um, is one of the stars of the film, um, reprising her role as Lindsay that she played uh, like th- over 30 years ago, like 40 years ago, something yeah. like that. And Okay, um, first question. Is it a big role? It is a pretty big role. Wow. Because I, I couldn't tell of- because like every clip that was shown was that one moment like by yeah. the swing set. So I was like... Yeah. I can't tell if this is like the scene or like. If well, were- I mean, I will say that is like a part of the marquee scene that she gets, but she has an extended sequence that I would say is one of the better, maybe the best sequence in the movie. Um, really? Because the movie doesn't is is bad. I mean, we had fun watching it, um, but it is not good um, by any means. I mean, let's start with the name Halloween Kills. Okay, and call then me here's- when Halloween fucks. Okay. <laughs> I do have a question then. Yeah. If I want to, like, is it worth seeing if I'm just curious to see what she does in the movie? I mean, do you like horror movies? Do you like the Halloween franchise? I do. I actually just watched the first, like, the very first one and then the 2018 one within the past week. Yeah. I would watch it then. I mean, it's like an hour and a half and it's free on Peacock. Okay, great. I'm sold. Um, <laughs> this is not marketing. But and it, it and should be. <laughs> I will say that like it it doesn't work as a horror movie by any means on any level, but it certainly like there's some comedy and like no not one single person in the movie makes a decision that any living human being would make. That's fine. Um, I don't need that from them. Yeah. Um <laughs> and um yeah, Kyle is good. Kyle is really good. Like she's an actress. I'm happy for her. <laughs> yeah, I, I like. I hope this leads to. I. I kind of. I would like to see. I would like to see it. I would like to see it, and it being a Kyle Richards acting career renaissance. What do you think? Like she could do. Like, huh. like, what? Where do you see her? Like, do you see her? Like, for me, I'm like, um, 
not like like not maybe not quite like a Riverdale, but like something like something that. in the CW space. For CW sure. space feels someone's right mom on this on a CW show is absolutely where it's like where we, we not quite soap, but not yeah. grounded. Freeform. I could also see her on Freeform. Freeform. I could, you know, where I could see her if the show wasn't canceled. Famous in love. Famous in love. <laughs> a freeform vehicle. Yeah, absolutely. Something like that. I could see um, her also playing like, 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 like when I think of like Famous in Love, like someone on someone's team, like sort of like a, uh-huh. someone who's like, you're not showing up to set. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like so, like a publicist in a freeform show. Yes. For like sure. Like a really high-hard um, publicist. <laughs> and I will say, like, I, I, I think, like, not good enough to go much beyond freeform or CW, but too good to... I would say, like, someone... W- I heard someone be like, you know, she should be doing Lifetime movies, Hallmark movies. I actually think she's too good for that. You know what else? Netflix originals. Netflix originals, yeah. In the vein of a Lifetime Hallmark movie? Sure. Yeah, I, but like, you Netflix. know, I want to say, like, but and you know maybe this is like too good, but I, like like a to all the boys type thing, like a teacher or a parent in one okay. of those movies. That's I mean that would certainly be a stretch, but that's, I think she uh, but, can but, handle but, it. But like you know, I I think that's like too generous, but I think that world is right. Yeah, absolutely. Like YA. Yeah, I mean I don't think she should be headlining anything. Whoa! Someone got an alert. <laughs> um, in the I words don't... of Wendy Williams. What was that? That well, that was actually us getting the light on talking about Kyle oh. Richard's career. <laughs> I think that is absolutely yeah, God that is telling a good us it's time that we to should fucking move on, move on. <laughs> to cupdates. Um, we have a cupdate from uh, Elizabeth Holmes. I actually can't wait to see like the timestamps of how long we just talked about Kyle Richard's <laughs> <laughs> acting career. Uh, I think it was only like four minutes. Um, yeah, it's a four minutes too long <laughs> some would say some would some say. would say not me not i all. could keep going forever um yeah you okay. could keep casting we could really we get really specific with the casting i know we have to okay we'd actually we could have written a whole movie that's well, bonus care you, well did i ever tell you my, my big dream was to write something and completely cast it only with housewives <laughs> I mean, that's an incredible plan <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry to, to go back there to that. Yeah, okay. So this cupcake okay. is from Elizabeth Holmes, who was, of course, uh, the woman who was living um, with uh, some girl bosses. And she wanted uh, them. And they, these were sort of unironic girl bosses, um, not in the vein of gatekeep girl boss gaslight, um, but in like, yes, like Queen, we are girl bosses and we're owning it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wanted to know how to get them to stop. And I can't remember anything that we told her, but... We said, like, basically, like, re- reply to it sarcastically, like, like, as though you th- like you're showing them that, like, that's a joke to you. Like, if she Got goes, it. like, go girl boss, you're like, yes, girl boss. Like, you're, you're kind of, like, putting it back to her in, like, a bitchy way. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, let's listen to wh- how it went. Hello, this is Elizabeth Holmes um, calling with what I believe is a refill. Your guess is um, as good as mine. So my <laughs> girlfriend was the... Person who was living with the girl bosses, um, and I realized as I listened to the episode that I should not have used used the like cake on the couch example because that is very funny. But <laughs> they, I we're just such queen girl bosses, um, and we're also as my girlfriend lived there, 
we became very aware that they are very un-COVID safe, um, going out way more and doing unmasked activities constantly and just had a very different COVID level than we were comfortable with considering my girlfriend has a really intense autoimmune disease and they lived really far away from where she works and goes to school and unfortunately she only has a bike. So because of all of these different factors, she actually moved into a place on her own as opposed to continuing living with the girl bosses. But we do sing the song that you created for us to each other always. So thank you for that. Have a good one. Okay, do you remember the song that we created? Because that seems crazy. It wasn't for them. I do. I do. I unfortunately... we 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 altered the song for them. It was the slay what you want to slay, uh, um, and that is unfortunately a song that I sang. That's existing many years IP. Ago. That yeah, is existing a, IP. But we did alter it IP. for them. Um, yeah. But so you have your. So own it was a parody of, of existing IP that yeah. was already a parody. Yeah, a parody so, of a parody. Yeah, <laughs> but it is that version is yours, and it is for you. Yeah. Um, oh, I remember this all. Well, now um, this is hilarious to me because um, she led with none of the actual like real problems with right. living there the actual <laughs> rotten thing is that they're, they're they don't not believe COVID in COVID. Safe and, <laughs> and, and, and geographically inconvenient for your girlfriend <laughs> like, yeah. like did we even tell her to move out like yeah if we'd known that we would have just we also right. would have said to move out no she's like they, they, they say girl boss too much and they mean it and we're like Okay. okay. <laughs> She's like, oh, also, they're trailing in infectious diseases and it's four hours away from where they need to go. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there was important context um, yeah. from that call. Yeah. The, the lead uh, hath been buried, babe. Hath been buried. <laughs> the lady hath buried the lead too much, yeah. I say. The lady doth bury the lead, bury the too, lead much. too much. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, well, there's that. There's that. Well, I'm, I'll say I'm not full off that refill. Uh, no, is that what we're calling them? I actually have lost track of all of the. It is okay. Chelsea saying yeah? yes, and I, I trust know. Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, I trust I, Chelsea. <laughs> we literally just say things. I I can't even remember what we were talking about five minutes ago. So, How would you? Your sinus infection is eating has your brain. my brain. <laughs> oh, it's really scary, you guys. It's really scary. Um, I need to take a break um, because I can only do this for so long um, before taking a break. And when we come back, we'll dive in with your calls and emails. Woohoo! We're back! Woo! Sorry, to, I hope we didn't wake you up. Because <laughs> you were sleeping through a BetterHelp ad. Not sleeping listen. through. Enjoying to them. and buying. Woo! Some of you need better help, okay? Um, we got an email to start. And Mitra, please read it. I don't want to. It would be my honor. Hi, Joel and Mitra. Mitra and Joel, love you both equally. My best friend has been dating the same guy for three-ish years now. Her boyfriend has a best friend, and the three of them are always doing stuff together, going to movies, concerts, and just hanging out. But for some reason, my best friend never invites me. I hang out with just her and her BF from time to time, just never when the other bestie is involved. I have a lot of the same interests as the three of them, so it's starting to bother me that I rarely get an invite. 
In the three years they've been together, I've only hung out with their little squad twice. How do I let my bestie know that I want to be included without seeming desperate? Oh, and if it matters, of course it matters. I'm a non-binary lesbian, she, they pronouns. My bestie is a bisexual woman, she, her, and her BF and his bestie are both straight men, he, him. Both of you are more than welcome to sit on my face. XO, XO. Okay. So left out. Um, left out. Love um, square. Um, threesomes. Yumi and Dupree. You, you mean, mean we've they done? Pre? Oh yeah, because you know we have done you, you, me, and Dushi. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it could be you, me, and they, she. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Take advantage of the double pronoun, right? And the, yeah, we <laughs> and who knows how many ways we can use the title of that movie. <laughs> You know what? Actually, everything resets now that we've done 100 episodes. It's true. <laughs> we can it's do whatever true. We, we can want. go back to any of the wells that we want. Look, Let's at a certain one. point, we're out of references. Exactly. <laughs> Wingardium Leviosa, it's on the table, babe. Okay. Yes. Well, now that Harry Potter's spells are back in the mix, anything the sky's is possible. The, limit. <laughs> the sky's the limit. Um, uh, Alohomora, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Lumos, honey. <laughs> Feel Lumos. illuminated. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, you could you could uh, initiate something. Yeah, you could ha- you could you could like find a thing that all four of you could do together and invite everybody. And and you know, because one thing I thought was maybe your friend thinks you don't want to go like that you like that. It's not interesting to you. Like that, that guy is like not your pal or whatever. And like, like to me, like there might be something in her head just to sort of play devil's advocate where she's like, why would she want to like third wheel me and my boyfriend and hang out with a guy that's like my boyfriend's friend. Like, yeah, there's a world where she thinks maybe that like where she might think that this actually isn't your idea of an amazing time. Um, so I think it's worth trying like you initiating that whole gang hanging together. So it's very clear that like, that is something you're interested in doing. Absolutely. Cause there is this weird dynamic, um, where like, if it's a couple and there's one third, like a third wheel, it's like the dynamic is very clear. Then once you bring in a fourth wheel, it's like, what's going on here? Is this a double date? Mm -hmm. Are we trying to set these people up? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously, that's clearly off the table here. Right. So maybe they're just confused. I would also say this is this is what I would do, too, is you need to you're you're you you're focusing on one avenue into these hangs, which is through the bestie, which makes a lot of sense. But clearly that's not working. Mm-hmm. So what you need to do is you need to start palling up to the friend and the boyfriend a little bit. Mm-hmm. Follow the, that. Follow this third wheel guy on Instagram. Start responding to his stories. Mm-hmm. Start slow. A laugh react here, a heart react there, and then little bits. Start responding with little bits. Start, Start hanging the three of you exclude your friend. Exactly. See how she, she likes will it. will know how it feels. And then via empathy, she will start inviting you. Mm-hmm. Via, via, via empathy. Via empathy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, you could talk to her. and we wouldn't again we never ever endorse or encourage Mm -mm. having an honest conversation with your closest friend in the world who would probably understand and immediately start inviting you to things no 
Because what you're running, the danger you're running into with that option is you find out something terrible. You find out, oh my God, my boyfriend's, her boyfriend's best friend doesn't like you. That would be a bummer. That would be so, <laughs> so sad. And I, I don't want to know that information. Um, and so it's best to let sleeping dogs lie. And what you don't know can't hurt you. So just do the man- manipulative things that we have laid out for you here. Mm-hmm. And figure it out. Yeah, also, it's... Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I, no I, I would also, I would, I would also just wonder. Like, I, I wonder why it is like so important to be a part of their little squad. Like, mm-hmm. it seems like you are hanging out with them, like the two of them, the couple, and your best friend, plenty. So you're not like entitled to hang out with the squad. Also, just to, but, but do not communicate. <laughs> no, the most important thing: do not communicate. Elaborate. Like plans and setups and things like that. Yeah. Be a little worm. Worm your way in. Do not be direct. Have the four, you, you know what your plan should be? The four of you go do an escape room together. And it's such a horrible, traumatizing experience that you all come out on the other side connected forever. Yeah, actually, uh, that's a really good idea. Traumatizing experiences <laughs> really sort of bond people for life. Or so if you could, like, if you could orchestrate one of those, or like, like I know one. what you did last summer vibes. Your all of your relationships are ruined forever, but then it's equally ruined. Like no one wants to see anyone ever again. Yeah, that's yeah. That is the real thing. Is you blow up the trio. That way you don't have to feel bad anymore. So could do that too. Yeah. Start start every time they start driving off to an event together. Step in front of that car. <laughs> See how good of friends they're going to be when they're responsible for your death via vehicle. <laughs> Hire a PI, find out the worst thing that the third wheel friend has ever done. Use it against him and get him out of the picture. Now you get to go to the concerts. Exactly. And do it via like little secret text messages signed yeah. A. <gasps> don't, don't. I knew you were having a bad week. I just wanted to make you happy. <laughs> Give me, don't you. Don't you. <laughs> there you go. So we got um, lots of options. Yeah. So good luck. Good luck. Let us know how it goes. Okay. Now we, we have a phone call. A phone call. Hi, me and Joel. Oh, uh, my boyfriend is up months ago. We were together for four years. Um, I think it went pretty good. I was the one who broke up with him. Um, I did it over the phone, which wasn't super great, but we were long distance at the time. Um, and I, he was going to come visit, and I didn't want to come visit me. So, anyways, we broke up, like, two months ago. And strangely, after the breakup, I've been feeling really empowered with myself, like, feeling super good about myself, the best I've felt in, like, my whole life, I would say. And so I want to celebrate that power by being a little hoe. And this, um, partly by like posting really hot pictures of myself on social media because I've been feeling really good about myself. Um, but the issue is a large portion of my super small are my ex family and friends. Um, and so I don't know if I should like unfollow them, but I don't want them to feel like a certain type of way because the breakup did go really well. Um, and 
they're all listeners, so I feel like there's going to be a lot of, like, passive-aggressive conflict. Um, I could block them, and they could think that, like, maybe I just deleted my Instagram. What to do, any advice would be greatly appreciated. Okay, bye. Okay, so that was a mess. Uh, <laughs> okay, but we so, all got the gist. We all got the gist. So the gist is, if, if you know, if we can't clean this up a little bit, is just that this person, uh, their long-term partner, four years, they broke up, and she really wants to post hot pictures on Instagram, but her uh, relatives, uh, the relatives of the ex-boyfriend are following her. Um, and Family and friends. Family and friends. And she's like, should I block them? I don't want to block. What, what should I do? Um, okay. So what should we name this person? Okay. Finally, I'm free. Free at last. Um, sort of a, an Instagram renaissance. Um, yeah. Leonardo da Vinci. Um, <laughs> Leonardo <Chianar> <laughs> da Vinci. Yeah. <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there we go. Oh, my God. 101, we still got it. Um, <laughs> I mean, at, speaking as um, a gay man who, who regularly uses Instagram to hook up, I, I think that the stratagem here is very obvious to me, at least, is that um, you curate your close friends list on Instagram. Mm -hmm. very selectively just like what gay the gay men do not use close friends for close friends gay men use close friends for other gay men that they want to hook up with mm -hmm. and then you just post on stories constantly hot pictures of yourself to close friends and then they feel special and then they know that you, like it's signaling to those people that you want to hook up am i still on yours yeah i love i love being there <laughs> yeah, it is. It was weird because, like, initially when they released the feature, I was like, close friends. Okay, I'm going to go through and add my close friends. And then I caught wind of how we were really using it as a community. And I was like, oh no, I've made a terrible mistake. But I've not really gone back through and taken any of the close friends off. So you're really getting a mix. Um, it really, my close friends really is like a way for me to communicate to people that I'm having a mental health crisis and then also really thoughty pics. <laughs> like, I think it's great. Um, and there's like two different <laughs> two different audiences are getting both of the materials. They really need to like let you have separate lists. Um, yeah. I love it. I love it. That's my there. little PSA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I immediately so thought option. I immediately thought close friends. I mean, I look, it's what you make it. But also, here's the thing is like they if they don't want to see you being like hot and horny on your Instagram, they can also totally unfollow. Like you, you can block them or you can, um, what is that? Like shadow block or whatever. What is the thing where you like soft block? Soft if you block, block and then unblock <laughs> and then they'll just think that they unfollowed you. Yeah. So that's also totally an option that might feel a little less aggressive. Like I, I, I definitely have people like that where I'm like, Oh God, am I going to like just straight up block this? Like, I don't want to block this. This person just feels like a bit much sometimes, but a soft block could be very easy. But if that feel, even that feels like too tough. I, I just think like you broke, you broke up, like post your thoughty little pics, have a great time. And then if they don't want to see that shit, they'll mute you or they'll unfollow you. And if yeah. they say something rude to you or make you feel weird, then block them. Like it, they're not like that. This is your space. Yeah. I mean, part of me is like just soft block them just for the f sake of like, 
this is the weird thing about social media is like you like you meet these people come into your life and that now there's no reason they need to be in your life. But then you're weirdly connected to them for years after mm-hmm. because of social media. And it's like I wish we, we need to normalize like the process of unfollowing people that just like have no reason to be in your life anymore. Yeah. Like your ex-boyfriend's aunt has no reason to be connected to you anymore at this point, unless you genuinely had like a separate relationship with that person and developed that during the course of the relationship. Like otherwise, like no. Yeah, totally. I think like what's nice about the soft block too is like if they see that they no longer follow you and they really want to be following you, they can just re-follow you. Like, and then, and then that's their active choice to be a part of your little, your little adventure online of, of hoeing it up. Um, but get them out of there. Then you don't have to think about it at all because like, it should, like, you should just be having some fun. Like you, you feel great about yourself. You want that like surge of validation that comes with posting online and don't let them take that away from you. No, it's honestly the only thing you have. Because also, like, you're probably, like, barely even coming up with their algorithm. (laughs) Like, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) To be fair. (laughs) To be fair. Yeah. Your boyfriend's Um, aunt is probably seeing, hopefully has a a network that pops up a bit quicker (laughs) than than the ex-boyfriend of her nephew or ex-girlfriend. So I think you're good. And I think think two months is is enough time, honestly. Yeah. People move on and that's okay. Yeah. And you, and it sounds like if the the breakup was good, then you really, there's no reason to be sensitive now. Yeah. I mean, I do get it. It's like, it's almost harder. Like, like when, when it's bad, it's like you, you, you have that like element fuck of you. spite where you can be like, yeah. like, like, like a day later, you can be like, fuck this asshole, whatever. And like, it is hard sometimes when it it's like lovely. Yeah. You're a but, decent person and you want to be respectful. Yeah. yeah. But two months is fine. Rock on. Enjoy Rock your on. life. Get that bot out to the people. And if, and like, just post them on close friend stories too. If you're worried about like the boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend seeing it or something like that. I get it. But at a certain point, you got to just live your fucking life. Let loose. Yeah. Okay. We give you permission. Yeah. That's what you wanted. Yeah. Send the boyfriend this. Send the boyfriend's aunt this. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I never thought about the way that I say aunt until last week. Yeah. It's, um, it's really hoity-toity. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's giving centrist dem from the east coast vibes <laughs> i don't know what it is yeah all right well should we move on to the next call <laughs> absolutely chelsea play that call Woo! hi joel and mitra mitra and joel uh i am okay background is this past summer, I was looking to do something out of my comfort zone to meet new people, to be outside and get a little exercise. So I joined summer beach volleyball, which was fun. I met a ton of new people, some friends even, and <laughs> it was great. And then after beach volleyball summer, they were like, oh, let's try indoor volleyball. And I was like, let's, yeah, let's keep the good vibes going. I'd love to hang out still. So we did it. And we ended up moving up a level because we ended up being good at beach volleyball. Anyway. So when we did that and we did it, we realized, I realized that it is an entirely different beast. It is harder. There's more things, more people on the court, but it's not, it's not the same fun show vibes. It's extremely competitive, even though the league is called the gay recreational volleyball. And 
just not at all what I thought I was getting into. And I'm not being self-deprecating when I say that I am the weakest player. And because we moved up in the league, we are the weakest team. So I've done two of these indoor volleyball games, and it's starting – it's not getting better. It's starting to feel really horrible. And some of the team members, I feel, are starting to blame me for how bad we are, which is totally um, – makes sense because I am the worst, but it's not all my fault that we suck. So my question is, oh, another piece of it is I'm actually a drag queen and they thought it would be funny in the transition from beach to indoor to name themselves my name and friends. So my question is, do I quit or do I stay on? If I quit, it's kind of fucking them over because we need a certain amount of people on the team and that would be taking one away. But if I stay on, I would still be bad and taking this kind of like emotional abuse and feeling like shit. <laughs> this is three minutes long. I can't do this. This is a wow, that, that was a longer voicemail, I have to say, but I, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it so much. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I related to it so much and we'll get into that, but let's name this I guy. So, yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Um, I, okay. I also loved that. Um, I met tons of new people, made friends even. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like a line of dialogue from <laughs> an old movie. <clears throat> made friends even. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we got volleyball bump set spike. Um, 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 What's it? Um, what are the Carrie Walsh? Is that right? Was that the Who? Carrie Walsh and Misty May Trainer? I knew Misty May Trainer for sure. Um, Misty Gay Trainer. Yeah. Misty he Gay Train Her because he's a drag queen. Great. <laughs> Misty Gay Train Her. <laughs> <laughs> this, this episode is like full hooked on phonics. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it makes so me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, so this is real. This is a this is such a real thing because, okay, so I love playing volleyball. Um, I played really? in high school. Yeah, I'm 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 like I'm like pretty decent at it, I will say. Like in I a didn't in a fun that. in a fun pickup game of beach volleyball, like I am an asset to most teams um when it's just like for fun. Um and when I was living in Chicago, I also was like, okay, like, I I have some time. Like, I want to meet some gay guys. Like, my friends had just got gay married, and they met playing intramural gay volleyball. And I was like, le- I was like I'm going to do this. And then I did it. And the gay guys in indoor volleyball leagues, I don't know what city he's in. I wonder if it's in Chicago. Um yeah. They take it so fucking seriously and it's so scary. And I pl- I went for like three weeks and then I immediately stopped because I was just like, this is insane. People are insane. Um, yeah. They're mean. It's really <laughs> going up a level is no joke. And, and like indoor versions of sports that are normally outdoor, like it's the same deal with soccer. It's like going, going, making the move to indoor. It's just so much more fast paced and insane. But it's really the going up a level that is like incredibly it's much more intense than you think because it's the people who are like who like used to play really seriously and like need it now i don't know i don't know what it is about bringing a sport indoor that makes people 
lose their goddamn minds. But yeah. suddenly, I, like outdoor, fun and fancy free. You're making friends even. But indoor, it's also going no friends to be level. had. Going up a level, though, is like you're just not like go, when when you like as soon as you leave like beginner level, everyone goes insane (laughs) because it's all the people who like I played in college and this is the only time that I get to like properly take out my aggression or whatever and like it's scary scary Um, so it's not fair that like people are taking it out on you but I do understand like how bad that would feel Um, I I personally the team is named after you and I would I would ask to be the team mascot (laughs) (laughs) and i would i would ask if you could come to all the games and not play (laughs) is what i would do yeah there's some missing context because you mentioned that like if you leave the team you they need a certain amount of people to play but is every person who attends playing because no subs no yeah that's that's my question is like could you just be like the perma sub does everybody have to play like at some point in the you know in the game, I I, I, I just find it hard to believe that like you would make a team with exactly the right amount of players, and there would be no subs ever, and no one has any friends they could bring to ever play. Yeah, yeah. Because in my experience, there are too many subs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because I think what you have to do here is you really have to weigh your options. And the thing is, is that I do think that in both options, um, you are damaging. The French, the friends, even that you have made um, through playing volleyball. Because if you leave, they'll be mad. If you stay, they'll be mad. And you have to decide which one they will be more mad at you for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and only you can answer that question. I think s- leaving will make them more mad. You think? I think if uh, here's what I think you should do. I think you should find a replacement, then ask to not play anymore, and then still come to all the games. Yeah. I mean, that's not a bad idea. That's really not a bad idea. I mean, the thing is, is like, they can't not be open to that. Like, I, I imagine they must be searching for their own replacement. Like, I'm just like, there's no <laughs> one else in your whole city who can play volleyball on your team. Like, no one on your team ever misses a game. You know what it might be? You know what it might be, though? Like, the league, you might not be able to change rosters like that in the middle of the season because of the levels i think it's normally way like the 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 real thing normally to me is like there's just never enough women like you have to have like two women on the court at all time and there's all like it's always like that like that to me is always the thing that becomes a problem i just Very feel squid like game. it's probably fine like it just stop playing because it, the whole point was that it was supposed to be fun and help you make friends and now it's not fun and you feel like you're losing friends so yeah. don't do it and then next season ask if you can go down a level <laughs> I don't think there is a next season. I think like strictly st- stick to beach. Beach yeah. is fun. Oh yeah, Outdoor, uh, definitely fun. just do that beach. Um, I'll say there's a third option that we haven't brought up here. Mm-hmm. Get better. No. Okay. Okay. I will Get say better at the sport. I will say I play soccer every weekend, and I have watched one of my my pickup teammates grow exponentially because he's been going to clinics like he's been going to adult classes where he learns how to shoot better how to dribble better how to pass better 
And it's really cool. <laughs> and you could totally do that. And it would, it, I, th- I feel like it feels dorky, but it actually, I found it very cool to choose yeah. to like really commit to like learning a skill. I, I've like watched this guy get like so much better because none of us are doing that shit. Yeah, I'll say too, the gay couple that I know who met playing intramural gay volleyball, they met because my one, my friend was like, hey, can you coach me? I want to get better. <gasps> and then that that's, how they, so that's how they fell in love. Horny. Yeah. Wow. So maybe you you pick the hottest, best guy and you say, can you coach me and, and train me <gasps> and be better at the game? Yes. Oh, that's so hot. Mm. Yeah. Good idea. Really good idea. You definitely have to do that. Yeah. So Mm. there's a third option. There's a third way. Okay. Fourth option, get injured. Yeah. They can't get mad at you if you got a broken ankle. It's very true. And then you can still come to all the games and cheer from the sidelines and drink drink a beer or whatever. And they can't get mad at you because you're hurt. And you actually don't even have to really get hurt. You can just wear a a boot on your ankle or yeah. like wear a brace on your ankle just give and be the like performance I got a sprain. of a lifetime just you be know? Like, like i tripped and go fell go for the dig and then you fell you know yeah. and it's suddenly it's like kiss today goodbye the sweetness, sweetness and, and the, the song we did what we had, we had to, to do, do. <laughs> Can't be good at what, what I, I did. did so, <laughs> what I did for love, beauty. <laughs> yeah, we're good singers this week. Um, okay, and with that, we're gonna go to the break. Whoop. And we're back. Oh um, my god, we were both. Cast in a regional production of The Chorus Line. Um, <laughs> casting directors were listening and they said, come in. We both we want you both to play Sheila. <laughs> what a good part. And uh, yeah. At the Ballet, also a really mm-hmm. good song. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, cool. We got okay, an, an email. email and I believe wildly, it's been a while since we've read, but I think it's my turn. It is. Your sense of justice on point yeah. today. On point. You know, the sinus infection hasn't eaten your sense of justice. No, it hasn't spread there yet. But if I (laughs) give it enough time, babe, this one is here to stay. (laughs) Hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra, I'm a 20-year-old college student at a large Midwestern university. (laughs) Which one, babe? I grew up in a college town and I grew up in the college town. And since a lot of townies stay here for college, both of my best friends from childhood go to the university as well. Let's call them friend A and friend B. Friend A and I have been best friends since early elementary school and friend B and I met in high school. I'm still good friends with both of them and we hang out fairly regularly, although I am closer to friend B these days. My problem is they have both brought up the idea of living with me next year and I don't want to live with either of them. Plans with friend B are still pretty vague, but friend A specifically invited me to live with her and some other people and said she thinks she we would be great housemates. I sort of nodded and said I'd get back to her because I didn't know what to say. I like my space and I just don't see myself enjoying living with someone who I am expected to hang out with all the time. Ideally, I would like to find some new people to live with, maybe some people in my academic program. But since friend A and B are not friends, I really want to have to... I 
don't really want to have to choose to live with one friend and not the other. I currently love my house and housemates, but I didn't know well uh, who I didn't know well before I lived with. However, they are all graduating next year. How do I tell each of my best friends that I would rather not live in a house with them? I'm so bad at the confrontation and I don't want to hurt feelings, but also want to be honest so I can we can all find good living situations in time. More info for naming. I'm a straight cis woman, she, her, and I'm in the architecture program at my school. Okay. Thanks for your help. Love the pod. I'm open to face sitting from either of you, but I might be a little young for you guys. Thanks. Oh my that God. is nasty. <laughs> nasty woman. I want to start off by saying, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Eat shit. Eat shit. And Eat I want shit, you to know nasty girl. That when I was younger than you, I was dating someone my age, my current age. So <laughs> yeah. you better, you better, you better reconsider because <laughs> that relationship was normal. <laughs> <laughs> you little, <coughs> you little. <laughs> I almost, I almost read her name on pod and As now I think I might. Yeah. <laughs> I looked, so I, while you were reading it, I looked and I was like, should I just say first and last name and where this person goes to fucking college? <laughs> oh, you and made a powerful never. enemy. I mean, we would you never. made a powerful enemy. But um, I just want you to know, I'll never forget that. <laughs> never. One day, one day down the line, you're going to be applying to design a hospital. <laughs> and you're going to be so excited because it's going to be the biggest job you've ever gotten. And then you're going to look and it's going to be <laughs> the Mr. Jahari Memorial Wing of the hospital. <laughs> and my only wish will be for you to not design it. <laughs> and then you will not. <laughs> and that's step one, babe. That's, oh, that's let me tell one. you. That's a step you're hearing about on the podcast. Yeah. Because <laughs> from there, it only gets worse. <laughs> Personally and professionally. We will take everything from you. Uh, okay. So Just what should kidding. we name her? Um, what should we name our new friend? <laughs> and we are kidding. You really shouldn't yeah, be dating people our age. No. <laughs> but you can fuck people our age. Come on. I was fucking guys in like their 50s when I was 20. <laughs> 40s, 50s, and 30s. That's good. Doesn't matter. That's, that's great. Good. That's great. It was empowering. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm so happy for both of us. The things we did. <laughs> I'll have you know I have. Never mind. I don't. Actually, I don't, don't. Whatever. Don't whatever you're going to say. I so want to hear it. I don't hear it. <laughs> um, okay. So she's an architect, which is a fake profession. Um, architectural digest. Um Arca, uh, okay, friend. Who's a, who's a, who's a famous, um, Eli Roth? No. Frank um, Lloyd Wright. Frank Lloyd Wright. Okay. But is there something there? Um, okay. I had Gaudi, like the architect, but Gaudi. Yay! Okay. Chelsea landed on it. Yay! Chelsea landed on it. <laughs> Chelsea coming in every couple episodes with an amazing name. Saving us from ourselves, because as we exactly. could see, that was that was about to be a slippery slope to nowhere. So mm -hmm. thank you, Chelsea. We would have, <laughs> we would have spent a lot of time on the only architect that either of us have ever heard of. 
Frank Lloyd Wright, uh, and, and it would have been, it would have been Frank Lloyd wrong. It, it would have just been Frank Lloyd wrong. Maybe, <laughs> Eventually, yeah. had nothing to do with anything. It would have just been that, and we know that. So we're so grateful yeah. for Gauchy. For Gauchy. <laughs> and let me say, and I want to back up and say, when I say um, the only architect that either of us have ever heard of, I want to point out that my first architect that came to mind was Eli Roth, who is <laughs> a filmmaker, I want to say. Um, and you were the only one. <laughs> but we we share one mind when i think of this yeah. podcast i don't think of us as having two different brains <laughs> no. it's we're, it's a pool yeah the collective the le- collective conscience <laughs> eli roth the director of hostel and hostel part two the only architect i could name um okay <laughs> <laughs> architect of film yeah that's true so <laughs> Um, so I think there's a really good excuse and a very real excuse that, um, that you can use here that is real for, I actually think is real for you. And one that comes and you can say, my friend Joel lived with his best friend from college and best friend from high school right out of college. And it almost destroyed the relationships between all of us Mm -hmm. because just because you are good friends does not mean you should be roommates. And actually, Mitra, I want to say that you sort of agree. Yeah. I mean, I loved living with Patty. I have lived with friends before and it has not worked out. Um, yeah. I, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, truly it's almost a different, ruined a friendship when I was living in New York. Um, it really is a different kind of relationship. Yeah. You think that it, it translates and it doesn't always translate. And I think you are instinctually sensing that for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think you could, what you say is you sit them both down and say, I love you so much. I do not want to ruin our friendship by living together and I will ruin it and, and really put everything back on you and make it about them. You know, I will ruin our friendships and I, and you are too important to me when I ruin the friendship. Yeah, I think you can also say like I like I like what you said in that in your email. And I think it really rang true, which is like you want the people you love. You want the time that you spend with them to feel intentional and it will stop feeling that way if you're living together and you feel like you have to hang out all the time. You want it to feel like uh, like a really fun treat and a privilege when you get to spend time with the people that you care about rather than an obligation. Um, Yeah. And you need space. And I think that's totally fine. What I And I don't think that they're going to be mad at you for that. What I think they will be mad about is if you wait a really long time and, they're, and you're leaving them in limbo. That is the thing that I think I don't really know. I don't I have I personally have not encountered anyone who was like truly, truly very upset that a friend did not want to live with them. The, th- the, no, the times when I see it really blow up is when the friend strings them along and can't decide and can't and is avoiding saying that they don't want to live with their friend because they don't want to hurt their friend's feelings. And then it's like three weeks before they're like, they're supposed to mm-hmm. move in or whatever. And they're like, actually, I don't want to live with you. And then feelings get hurt. So like, they're not, they might not be excited that you don't want to live with them, but they will get over it and it will be fine. If you do it in a, a, if you tell them really soon and you give them time to find someone else that they like. Yeah. I mean, I will say it's October. Um, of, I, I imagine, fall semester for you. It's kind of, I don't remember looking for roommates oh, this early. I, re- I remember big, like for those like big state schools, housing goes so fast and it, it does have okay. to be something you think about really far in okay. advance. So I do um, think that's fair. If you have time to do this, because I agree generally with what Mitra just said. Um, if you have time to do this, find out who you're going to live with next year 
and then immediately go back to your friends and be like, I really, you know, I thought about this, but so the person that you just found, they asked me before you guys did. And I, I would feel really shitty. Um, and I wanted to break that promise to them. That's why I was thinking about it. Um, but I decided that I can't break that promise to them. And they both asked, and they asked me before you guys did. So I have to do that. I think that's a good lie. And if you, and if you can't tell that lie because like they know that that's not true or something like that, you can tell them the truth. And I really do think it will be fine. Like people, because everybody knows a story like this where friends live with each other and it goes really bad. Like Mm -hmm. that's not like new information that it, it is something that can potentially go very wrong. And it's, it's also like, it's college. You're, you you want to meet new people and make new friends and expand your life, especially since you're like with your friends from your hometown, like, yeah. And in a, in a, in a place that you know very well. So you are well within bounds. You're not saying anything crazy. You just have to really consider your friends and the timing of everything. So don't wait to tell them this decision that you seem to have already made. Yeah. Um, or you tell them, you tell friend A, I actually agreed to live with friend B. And then you tell friend B, I actually agreed to live with friend A. And then you never talk to either of them. And then again. you drop out of school because yeah. it's not worth it. Your name. <laughs> yeah. um, which school do you go to, babe? U of I? Iowa? Actually is in the email. <laughs> oh, it is? Yeah. I'll look it up later. Okay. <laughs> um, and I'm sorry that... Um, We went so hard on you in the beginning. We actually do support you. (laughs) We did it because we love you and we wanted to teach you a lesson. And it's, look, it's a comedy podcast, okay? Yeah. At the end of the day. At the end of the day, we got to be- And I know a lot of you aren't laughing, but we just like to remind um, people. Right. How would they know that it was a comedy podcast if we didn't didn't remind people? (laughs) If we didn't say at some point in every episode, remember, this is is supposed to be funny. (laughs) This is supposed to be funny. (laughs) Look, this is supposed to be funny. This is comedy. <laughs> that's that's why no one is laughing. Okay. <laughs> Jokes are funniest when explained, and comedy is best when you have to label it that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. We have one more email, and then oh, we'll set you little fuckers free. Um. Sorry, chefs. You little chefs free. You little fucking chefs. <laughs> oh, I love this one. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's my turn to read. <laughs> okay. Hi, Mitra Joel et al. Et al? Et al? Et al. Et al. Okay. Wow, I really, on this podcast, find out all the words that I don't know how to pronounce. Um, Okay, I'm a 24-year-old she, her, and I just got home from my community band rehearsal. And <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to start over. I'm a 24-year-old she, <laughs> Just uh, like you can really see this. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a 24 year old she, her, and I just got home from my community band rehearsal. And the woman I sit next to was so cold to me for no fucking reason. Usually we say hi when we walk in, but she was really focused on warming up and I didn't want to bother her. I decided to ask how she was doing after rehearsal, but she totally ignored me. Even the guy on the other side of her who has horrible hearing heard me. And when I asked her again, she was like, huh? Oh, how am I doing? I'm fine and scoffed after we have had (laughs) we have had fun banter before I know she can be snarky sometimes but it's usually about the music and we laugh about it together why the fuck do I care so much about a late 60s woman's opinion of me how do I let go of my incessant need for approval from others thank you and I'm good without the face sitting okay okay (laughs) okay so we're in a band 
I wish that they would have told us what instrument they play. Yeah. I'm so curious because I feel like it would really help set the scene. I am choosing to put them in the clarinet section. Yeah. He, uh, that's the vibe I'm getting as well. Okay, uh, defer- definitely, um, definitely a wind. <laughs> you know? Um, so we've got um, band, music man, Harold Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew Broderick. Sure. Um <laughs> Pissed at me. <laughs> Band sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm giving. I'm giving this girl, uh, this woman, um, in band practice energy to you. You are. Oh, how, oh Matthew Broderick. That's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought we were brainstorming. <laughs> Um, okay. okay, orchestra. Um, um orc. <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna say no, it. No, what is it? Because if we say it, then we have like I feel like you will. Sometimes I say the bad ones, and it, we're at this point in the naming process, and you just give up. Um, I do, but give it up. was orc her straw. And you're right. I mean, I do give up. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Or Kerstra. Or <laughs> It's so bad. I only do one thing. I only do one thing on this podcast. But I think you've come up with all the names today, except for the one that Chelsea came up with. So good job. Wow. I'm or sorry. Kerstra. Or Kerstra. Uh, <laughs> I actually kind of love it. They're all so bad. Orchestra. Okay. Orchestra. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of since we since we brought up Harry Potter spells is Sectum Sumpra. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you know that, um, I'm going to kill you. Orchestra. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. We just have to say Orchestra. <laughs> um, Orchestra. Okay. Okay. Um, so I I one thing that. Okay, the the last bit about, like, how do I let go of my incessant need for approval? Like, to me, this this interaction is not something that should, like, shake you to your core about, like, how other people, like, other people's power over you. Like, mm-hmm. someone, you did something totally normal, and then this woman reacted in a really mean, weird way. Like, yeah. that's what happened. So, of course, you were, like, shaken by that because you asked someone how they're doing and then they were mean to you. <laughs> like, someone who you, like, r- like, re- like o- relatively often share space with. So, it's, like, that's not on you. She should be asking, why am I so mean to people in my community band? Like, yeah. this is not, this is not your flaw. Like, you experiencing her, like... I, I would say, like, think about what, like, why it has, like, stayed with you, I think, maybe. But, like, really, it's okay. Like, I mean, that, the thing is, is you. you you did something normal. She did something abnormal. And then you are now reacting to it in a normal way, which is with confusion. And, like, because she did something weird. Yes. Um, so you're you're totally fine. Um, yeah. Although, I will say, get help. <laughs> there's you know you can there's always time for help um and you should get it but um i will also say in defense of this lady you don't know what was going on in her life that day 
Sure. You don't know what was going on. She's lived a life. Sure. She's older. But? Not, not an excuse, but a reason. I love... Yes. There's a distinction there. Not an excuse, but a reason. Um, doesn't excuse behavior, but there might have been something going on. Because she says that she's had full, totally normal interactions with this woman before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, maybe she was having a hard day. Um, you know, it sounds like she's in her late 60s. So, I'll tell you how, how I would combat it is to just be really friendly to everyone around her and completely ignore her. That's yeah. what I would do. <laughs> like, oh, absolutely. I would Punish bring her. my sunny personality to every other person that reciprocates it and do not engage with her and let her come to you if she wants to talk to you. Um, uh, okay. You plan a party for the <laughs> band. Okay. You print out invites. You come to practice. You hand each person in practice and invite you skip over her <laughs> and it's and the title of the party is people who are nice to me party yeah mm-hmm. this is a celebration of everyone in band practice who's nice to me sheila yeah exactly she's devastated <laughs> she never comes back to band mm. she lives out the rest of her days in the woods mm. playing her oboe alone oboe wow oboe <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, yeah, but if she's like so focused on warming up too, the next time just be like, if she ignores you again and you ask her and she's warming up and she ignores you, you say, yeah, it's probably for the best. You need the practice. <laughs> yeah. Start drama with her. Yeah. <laughs> and, and as far as like caring about this woman's opinion of you, like it's okay. Like you sit next to her, you spend a lot of time with her, like you want to have pleasant interactions with the people that you you sit next to. Like, that's okay. It's not yeah. like, I, I mean, I'm, I believe you if this is like something that applies to like everyone in your life. But I would say in this particular interaction, I don't beat yourself up. Instead, kill her, kill her with kindness. But I get it. I totally yes. get it. Someone said something nasty about me on Twitter in 2019, maybe 2018. And to this day, I will sometimes go to their page and just see what's going on in their lives. Wow. I mean, I the other day, um, no, the other day, months ago, someone was mean to me at a stop sign. <laughs> and every time I'm at that stop sign, I, I like make a little face because I remember and I like, I ever see that fucker again. <laughs> yeah, I and I get it. I totally get it. But it's normal that you feel like this, but it's not. It is not like, uh, and I mean this in a nice way, it's like not unique and it is not like a special flaw or anything like that. It's just wanting people to be nice and yeah. sometimes they're not. Yeah. And the um, the Twitter handle of the person who was mean to me uh, is... And the episode has come to an end. <laughs> Um, but before we end the episode, the license plate number of the car that was mean to me is... <laughs> Oh, you know what, Mitra? Despite having um, weird weeks, this was a fun app. It was really fun. It's crazy how trauma really turns into gold when we get on mic. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll make sure to have more of this. Um, <laughs> We're gonna start orchestrating bad things to happen to us. <laughs> um, Joel, in service of you, the listeners, the Joel, chefs. I think that 
dinner's on the house this week. No, 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 no. We can't keep doing that. I'm going to pay for dinner. Wow. I'm going to pay for dinner because you are having a worse week than me. <laughs> Thank you, Joel. And I, I probably make more money. Um, so <laughs> No, it's definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, what, do you, what do you mean? My, I'm not going to know. It's because it's I make a dollar for every 70 cents that you make doing the same job. Well, no need to dissect. (laughs) No need to actually (laughs) get into the nuts and bolts of it. (laughs) Um, Okay. Anyways, if you want to be featured on the podcast, um, we cannot promise that we will be experiencing trauma that week um, when we answer your call. Um, But we keep fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for your sake, because we are on fire today. Um, The number is 323-334-0371. Unless it's about volleyball, um, do not. (laughs) Leave us a message that's longer than two minutes. Um, and the email is urgentcarepod at gmail.com. Thanks. Mitra, are you going to take it from here and sort of do what we, the rest of what we do at the end of a podcast? Or Thank you so much to everyone. First of all, thank you, Chelsea. Thank you to Ryan. Thank you to July. Thank you to um, everyone at Earwolf. Thank you to Jen, the intern who is sitting in today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you to everyone who has listened. And, and thank you, Joel, most okay, of all. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you, Mitra, most of all. You are gorgeous. <laughs> and you are gorgeous. <laughs> and then I die from the sinus infection. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>